Welcome to Wedding Talk. I'm Charlotte, wedding photographer and self-confessed wedding addict. I love all things wedding and I want to use my knowledge from working in the industry to help brides and grooms when planning their perfect day. On this show, I'll be speaking to industry experts on future trends and past couples to bring you real stories and advice that'll help inspire and get you wedding day ready. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wedding Talk. This week I uh, was chatting to Duncan who is one of my best friends um, but also an absolutely insane hairdresser. I find hairdressers, it's really hard to find an incredible one and from owning my own studio and doing like a lot of makeover shoots and pageant girls and model sessions, I really, really struggled um, to find somebody that just got hair and could work with lots of different types of hair was quick and on a shoot the main thing is speed very similar to a wedding you don't have all the time in the day to fiddle around it's got to be a quick thing with an excellent result and uh, I am so lucky to now have Duncan kind of as my resident hairdresser at this at the studio um but yeah he's obviously in his own right an incredible hairdresser for all types of weddings he goes to destination weddings he was in Italy um, just before lockdown so yeah he's one busy guy um, but the sweetest soul with it so in this episode uh, we basically have a good old chat about all things hair about what styles fit what wedding and to be honest it was kind of things that I hadn't even really thought about like if you have a boho wedding how really it doesn't really match if you kind of have this perfect immaculate bun you know you'd kind of more go for that kind of boho wavy just out of bed feel with your hair and it's the little things like that that kind of all come together and create the style of the day that then as your photographer I then can the photos just they just look more magical they just look more stylized when the theme is working with the hair, working with the makeup, working with the type of photographer and all those elements together just give your wedding that real unique, you know, stylized feel and look and just more polished. So anyway, I won't keep you any longer. Let's dive straight in and hear what Duncan had to say when it comes to talking about wedding day hair. There he is. Hello. <laughs> this, is so fun. this is so fun thanks for coming on you're very welcome it's fun I can't wait so Donk obviously I work with you all the time at the studio but when did you actually get into doing wedding hair that's what I wanted to hear because I actually don't even know this story myself and you're one of my best friends okay so I got into weddings um just before I left the salon so I've been freelance now 10 years um and just before that I was like always the main person in the salon who would do the wedding, the prom, the updos, they would always get booked in with me because no one else liked doing them. It was like, oh, such a faff, we don't like doing them, we'll just book them when we do. And I loved it, you know. So that kind of what set me apart in the salon. And then a florist and bridal shop combined kind of recommended me at the time, like a bit naughty, like freelance. And she said, you need to go mobile, you'll do so well. I recommend you all the time for weddings. 
So I went mobile and kind of got straight into it, got stuck in. and did The rest is history? Yeah. I, I can't imagine you in a salon. Did you enjoy working in a salon? Um, I kind of did, but I always, like, even as part of the salon, I knew I wanted to go out and do the wedding. So I felt like I was stuck in the salon a little bit more than what I wanted to be. So, yeah, I did enjoy it. And that, it was fun because you got people to bounce off. But I love being freelance now. Yeah, I think knowing you as well as I do, I think like on a shoot day, you really like get excited with like the excitement and buzz and like adrenaline. So I can imagine on a wedding morning that really gets you excited and motivated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As you say, if you know me and like how I work now, um, but can you imagine me like doing a wedding in a salon? Like, and then I'd just be panicking that the hair would get wet as soon as I left the salon. I'd be like, exactly. I'll come with you. <laughs> You're such a perfectionist, exactly. So how does it kind of, so obviously that's how you started. So now how do brides find you? Like, how do you go about finding your brides for your wedding clients? Um, well, over the years, I've done a lot of like wedding fairs, wedding shows, exhibitions. Um, I've advertised in wedding magazines. They've seen me on Facebook, Instagram. It's been a lot of recommendation word of mouth from like my cl loyal clients. Um, recommendation from suppliers like yourself. So, yeah, there's quite a lot of ways that people can find me, and it's always interesting to hear how they find me. I can't, I literally can't imagine if anybody wet, met you at a wedding day fair, I can't imagine them not wanting to book you because you're just so lovely and gorgeous and adorable. Uh, do you, <laughs> I bet you do really well at those because you can really see how passionate you are about hair. Yeah, it is something like that they can see. Like, I had um, a bride recently, and she, I felt like I was hard selling on the exhibition day she's like how do i find you you on instagram facebook and like really selling the thing oh she will book me and then she did and i was like oh, oh wow you know yeah. so uh, that, that's always fun i can't imagine anybody not wanting to book you so when somebody books you for hair and i'm assuming it's probably fairly similar with lots of different um hairdressers but i just want to hear really from your side of things what's kind of the process so they obviously go ahead they pay their deposit and um, what's the next step with trials and things like that? Do they have to have a trial? Um, in the past, I said the trial was optional, but now, in the last few years, I've been like, no, the trial is not optional. We have to do that. It's one set prize. You have the trial, and then you also have the day. The bride is kind of one set prize, including the trial and on the day. Um, so they meet me, say, at a wedding fair, or whatever. They book in, um, I email them, we take the deposit. And then I kind of say, right, that's it now. Your day is fully secure. I don't take any other weddings on that day. Um, and I say, maybe three, four months before the wedding, I get in touch with you. We book in the trial between 12 and eight weeks before the wedding. Um, mm -hmm. And then that's it. I turn up on the day of the trial. We run through lots of things. And then on the day, yeah. So quite a simple process. So when you go to the trial, um, do you, I mean, to be honest, I had a lovely wedding hairdresser at my wedding. It wasn't you, sadly, because we weren't friends then. I know, um, got it. But I didn't have a trial, and I really regret not having a trial. I think you should always have a trial because yeah, absolutely. It was, it's just, I was just like, oh, she's professional. She should know what she's doing. And actually, what in my head, what I was describing to her was something completely different to what she had. So I think when you're not a hairdresser, I find it with photography all the time, people will describe something to me, but actually, you know, it's, it's just better really to meet in person and chat it through. Um, so well, I think everybody should have a hair trial for the yeah, wedding. 
I mean, it's not only about the hair trial itself. Like, I, I say a lot of brides might uh, never meet me until the trial. If they've just found me on Instagram, Facebook, or recommendation, they've not seen me or how I am. So, one, it gets to meet me before the day. Breaks the eye. Yeah, and two, um, you're just, like, figuring out what kind of hair you're going to have on your day and perfecting yeah. it. Yeah. Well, because, that, that, I was just like, going to say... You wouldn't want to... Yeah, I'm like, you wouldn't want to just buy a dress and not try it on before the day. I totally agree. And you and me have spoke about this loads of times before, about how wedding makeup, wedding hair, wedding makeup photographer are so close to you. You yeah. need to get on. <laughs> yeah. I always say that your hair, your makeup, and your photographer are your key three people who you need to get on with on the day. Yeah, because they're just fun. They're part of it. They're with you in the morning. Flores just turn up and go, cake and... You don't see them, but yeah. yeah. You, you actually need to like really love the person. No, I totally agree. So when you go to the trial, um, obviously like people might have lots of ideas of what they want and do you kind of guide them? So, you know, I mean, I know in the past people have maybe said, oh, show a picture of what you want, but actually their hair is something, nothing like that. So do you kind of guide people? Look, look, I think this will really suit the shape of your face. Do you match it with their dress? If they've got like a high neck, do you say, try and keep your hair up? Like what's kind of the process and like your involvement? Because you are obviously very creative and I'm just wondering, can you use that creativity? Yeah, I can use that creativity. Um, so when people um, come to me and they have the trial and they usually, like most often than not, they'll say, right, I really want this. And I'll be like, okay, let's have a look at the dress. Um, and I feel like if it doesn't, it might not quite work with the dress, but they're adamant. Some brides are a little bit more adamant than not. They're and like, they're, they really yeah. know what they want, yeah. Really know what they want. So if that's what they want, great, I'll do it. If they're happy with it, great. If they're not sure, we can try something else. But if they don't know what they want, then that kind of gets a little bit more fun because you can break it down. Let's have a look at your dress. Is it more of a classical dress? Or is it more like glamour? Is it traditional? Is it modern? Is it boho? Lots of different styles of dress. But also, where are you getting married? Are you getting married in a gorgeous stately home? Or are you getting married in like a boho barn kind of thing? So that can kind of come into your hair as well. That's so interesting. So if somebody was getting, say, right, so those two opposites, somebody's in a stately home, somebody's in like a barn wedding, what would you suggest? So if it was a barn wedding, I would go something a little bit more softer, relaxed, um, nothing too scraped, nothing too set. Obviously, it can be done, it can be pinned in and it'll stay the whole day, but nothing too like off the face and like real slick back and nothing too... Just nothing too, like, absolutely perfect. Perfect, yeah, like a nice, yeah. relaxed vibe, yeah. Maybe, like, soft, whimsical bits around the face, like, bits out maybe. Something that you kind of, it got to coordinate with everything else. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's so, like, people that don't know about hair or styling probably think, oh, I've never heard of anything so ridiculous. But actually, <laughs> from a photography point of view, I can so see that because... When something's so styled in every detail from the hair, from the makeup, from the venue, from the flowers to the outfit to the cake, it just tells that story. Everything. Yeah. And it makes my job as a photographer so much easier when the styling all around that couple, are, it's picture perfect literally then. It makes yeah. my job really easy. Um, so I do think, although people might not realize how much a hairstyle tells a story, I feel like it really does. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Absolutely. really interesting. So if they were getting their hair done for um, a stately home, what kind of thing would you normally suggest for that? Um, more like a gorgeous do, something that's like really like a glam, maybe a gorgeous updo with lots and lots of detail running through it. Um, something that might be down. It might be something like you would see like on a photo shoot where it's like a fringe, really kind of wibbly wobbly hair, we call it. The wibbly Hollywood wobbly hair. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different options on both spectrum of looks, you know, um, but something a little bit more kind of done and glamorous as opposed to like a boho, like you kind of go in the opposite. You know, with yeah. like hair accessories. So with, do, do you like them? Do you not like them? Does it depend on the bride, the wedding? I love accessories. If someone yeah. got like, yeah, if I turn up to a trial and like, Veils I just get obsessed with. If someone's got like a massive long veil with loads and loads of detail all over it, I will go crazy. I'll be like, ah, look at the veil. Oh. Um, yeah, because you actually you take pictures of me under the veil. So oh, I'll yeah. fit it and I'll print it, yeah. Um, and if they've got a gorgeous, like um, Princess, is it Beatrice, who got married? Oh, had, I'm obsessed with that wedding. She had the Queen Tiara. I would so love to play with that and put that in. Yeah, I love that. I am so jealous of that photographer. Like, I've totally, like, stalked his Instagram. Now. I'm like, how did he get that wedding? <laughs> Are you happy with the photo? With the photo? Oh, I was very jealous. It was They were amazing. <laughs> Imagine you, me, and Patrick on that wedding. That would be oh, hilarious with the Queen. That is our dream one day. <laughs> We will do a royal wedding one day. <laughs> that can be our that can be our little goal, a royal wedding together. Um, so with the accessories, this was something that actually was a question of mine. So do you stay to put the veal in? Yes, always, 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 always. So this is something that I don't know whether we've spoken about this before, but it really yeah, gets my about this before. It gets it's like a bugbear of mine. It gets my on my goat when people don't stay, right? Because I've seen so many make obviously I won't see many hairdressers on the on the wedding that I'm on, but with makeup parties, they'll just do the makeup. The bride hasn't gotten a dress yet, and like, right, I'm going now. I'm watching my next job. See ya. And I'm like, oh, are you not going to check? Like, she's not even got her lips on or anything. So I always, always, always stay until the last minute that I can do. Um, so if they're in a venue, and the bride gets. Ma- ready in the venue that she's getting married in she's literally just got to walk down the stairs usually i'll go down the stairs with her I'll, really yeah i'll carry the train make sure the veil's right get her at the door that she's about to walk into the room um if she's getting ready at her house or her parents and they've got the church wedding i always see her into the car um i usually say actually i'll lock up give me a key then I can pack all my stuff away. You're not messing about, like, getting me out the door. I, I can like, actually imagine it. that. Yeah. So one of my brides who, like, I was doing her hair regularly, I was cutting and culling it every six weeks. I ended up staying, like, for an hour, washing the cups and the pots and the glasses. She texted me a week after the way and said, I come back to such a lovely tidy house. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine you doing that. And I, I personally feel like that's really important. And you would be surprised most hairdressers don't stay put the veil in that I've been to yeah. and okay. I and I don't understand it and um I've even been a bridesmaid myself my, bride myself and it's been up to us to put in the bride's veil and honestly I was so nervous and um, and my friend was like right well somebody's put this in I thought I'm not putting it in because 
if I wreck this do, it was like a perfect do. I thought, if I wreck this, I'm going to be like the devil all day because she's going to say, you yeah. wrecked my hair. So I just, oh, it, I just think you just need to make sure. That needs to be like the question, will you stay till I put my veil I in? I always stay, stay right up until the last minute. They're in the dress. They've got the veil on. They're looking absolutely perfect. Then I would like if she's working with you, I'd be like, right, we're having a selfie now. She's looking yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, selfie time. <laughs> we all, I usually always have a selfie with all of my bride at the last minute. She, um, like, make sure she's got a bouquet. She's got everything. She's flawless. I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Because I think if I'm buggering off halfway through, it's like, well, I don't know whether she that hair's going to come out when she gets a dress on because no one's going to take care of that. Exactly. And I think if it is an intricate do, it's it's those sliders. I don't know how you get them in exact. Like, I don't know. Anyway, that's the, good. The comb no, on the veil. The comb, yeah. yeah, the comb. So, I'm just gonna, just go to on. interrupt, yeah, just, and just to boast a little bit my own trumpet. Oh, go on. So, obviously, <laughs> you say you would have to be so nervous putting the veil in at the hairdresser left. But one of my tricks that I do is when I put the veil in, then I get the bridesmaid or a mum, show them how I've done it and where I put it and how to take it out. So obviously Ooh. because, yeah, because obviously I'm going at lunchtime or whenever they get married. If I don't see them for the rest of that day, they can't just be pulling it out. So I've got to show the bridesmaid how they've got to remove the veil. Oh, this is very specific. Very, yeah, you know me though i am such yeah. a perfectionist and i'm if i'm like whoa what's that? like <laughs> very professional um so this is another thing i was going to say because i know that you do offer a service where you stay all day and i yeah. was wondering do people like take you up on that and what would be involved do they get a change of a style yeah so i offer like two packages where and they're like from the morning right up into the whole day, like up to the dancing, you know. So that means I would tweak any hair. I would um, obviously give them a restyle at night if they wanted it. So they get like up for the ceremony, down for dancing, or the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, if we're like working with the photographer, making sure all the guests are like on the group shots, making sure all the buttonholes are straight, the ties are done up. Because like, there's so many little things that people don't see. Like, as you're a photographer, you've got to stick to a list of so many pictures that you need to get. So if you've got someone there helping, like, thinking, oh, just do that, go and get the people, like, and kind of work Oh, my with God, I would love to do a full day with you. Can we you imagine? <laughs> like, when we're on a shoot and then I'm like, Duncan, I need you, you're always, like, in charge of the wind on our shoot days. So you just get that exact flow. Like, you help me so much on the actual set of you the shoot. You would be at a wedding. <laughs> oh, my God, are you on a wedding? Oh, my God, I just like, this is the best. So if I'm like, shall we drink this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, it'd be amazing. So... So that's that is an option that people can have then. And but if they weren't going to have that, do many brides say to you, "I want my hair up. How can I take it down for the evening?" Or do they usually just want to keep it the same all day? Oh, is Duncan there? I feel like I've lost him. Duncan, you're frozen a little bit. Oh, you're yeah. back. You're back. How I can just pull it down or something like that. Because they might not want to pay me for the whole day or I'll get me back and they just want the bridesmaid to do it. So that's something I can offer as well. At the trial, I would show the bridesmaid or the mum how to unpin it or do a little tweak. Change so, a bit. 
I don't know if it was just on my end, but I broke up a little bit there. But just to double a little bit, did you just say that they can um sometimes you can do a style that's easy to take out? Yeah. And you can do the bridesmaids. Yeah. I can show the bridesmaid and the mom and the bride how to tweak, how to do a little rearranging. Yeah. Oh fab. Um, yeah. so another question. Um with bridesmaids and bridesmaids on a bride and bridesmaids on a wedding morning. How does it work out with the timetable? Is that your responsibility or the bridesmaid's responsibility? Because I've actually got a wedding in a couple of weeks where I'm a bridesmaid. And funnily enough, on our WhatsApp chat a couple of days ago, it was kind of up in the air about who was doing what. And I thought, oh, should this not be a bit more concrete? So is that the bridesmaid's job or is that the hairdresser makeup's job to give the actual times of people's slots? I mean, you can't leave... If it's if a bride wants to deal with her own timing, that's great. But like usually, she won't even think about it. So at the trial, I will go and I'll once she's happy with the style and I know what I'm doing, then I'll be like, right, get the timesheet out. Right, what time your ceremony is? Mm -hmm. How many we've got? Do we all get the set time for hair? I turn up at this time. I've got this amount of time to set up, and then we'll all flow. And we'll even put like a breakfast half an hour in or something like that. And yeah. then if it's a, if I was working with Patrick, someone I know very closely, I would even write his time in without even telling him because that's what you can do. But what happens if you're working with a makeup artist that you don't know? Does it, does everybody just rock up on the day and go, nice to meet you? What time is she in with you? Or what time is she in with you? Because surely it needs to be a bit more like concrete. It does need to be a little bit more like I feel like saying schedule is the wrong word because you don't want it to be like too like specific on a wedding day but you can't just like turn up and have a free-for-all no. because if one bridesmaid is getting a makeup done and you're expecting her for hair and so if it's a bride uh, makeup artist I've never worked with before I would try and get in contact with them and just say listen nice yeah. to meet you these are my hair time do they follow on with your makeup time she might not have even thought about it. She might say, yeah, oh, that works for me, no problem. Um, or I would just, oh, what I could do is leave the time with the bride. She can contact the makeup artist, say, this is the hairdresser's time. Are they all right with you? So you, quite often they're happy to do that, get in touch with. And how long does um, it take to actually do a bride's hair on a wedding morning? Okay. Um, on average, I usually give the bride a good hour for her hair. There have been cases where I've had to give her an hour and a half. Sometimes it doesn't even take an hour. Sometimes you split it up into two sections. So just half an hour to like set the hair and then to go just what she wants for a bit. And then I might get her in a dress and then I'll take it out. So if it's, if it's a gorgeous downdo, Hollywood waves, and she just wants it absolutely perfect, well, we both want it perfect, then I'll say, right, set it first then you make up, then get in your dress, then I take it out and you're absolutely perfect. If it's like an updo, usually I can get that done in an hour and the dress wouldn't really touch it or anything like that. So that yeah. won't affect it. Yeah. So it just depends on those kind of things. So That's I had it. a few questions on Instagram and one of them was, what was the most like intricate hair do that you've done on a wedding? Oh, wow. That's a tricky question. I don't think I was expecting that. Um, so there is one on my Instagram. She's blonde, got 
married in a gorgeous stately home, Thornton Manor. And oh, she, I've been there. Yeah. She had it like, it was really smooth and perfect at the front, but the back was like crisscrossed up in sections. Yeah. So at the trial, it was like, wow, 100% concentration, you know, had to get the bang on. Yeah. Um, and then on the day, it was kind of a little bit more pressure to get it as perfect as you did at the trial. You know, well, so. this is the thing. You know those funny dresses you can buy, and you can wrap it in a million different ways, and it's the one mm -hmm. dress. I feel like hair is a bit like that because I feel like with some of the intricate updos, it's like different every time. It's yeah. very hard to get it exactly, exactly, exactly the same. And yeah. I can appreciate that. I don't know if that's because of my job or because I used to model that. It there is a lot of different factors, but to get it the exact, 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 exact same is sometimes not going to happen. So I do think yeah. you need to be a little bit realistic. And I have <laughs> been there on a wedding morning when the bride has been very specific going, this isn't like the trial, this isn't. And I almost do feel a little bit sorry for the hairdresser because I kind of think, ah! like you can't you know, always it, get it, it exactly the same. Yeah, I yeah. think you have to lie. If it is an intricate one for a little bit of flexibility, I mean, if it's totally different, obviously that's ridiculous, but like a little bit of changes because you hair, you might have slept on one side funny or, there's little things like that, if I'm right. There is little things like that. Like maybe they, they washed it three days before the trial and on the day it was absolutely clean. That could be different. Or as you say, they might have slept on it funny. Um, I might have set it a different way that I kind of not realised about or put one hair different. So there can be a little tweaks like that where you think, actually, at the trial, although I took pictures of like every style and every angle, how did I get it to go in that way, you know? So sometimes you've kind of just got to lie for a little bit of flexibility. Yeah. Um, in talking about that, just with hair prep, what would you advise people do with hair prep on the run-up to their wedding? Like, what kind of treatments do they use? What shampoos? Do they wash it the morning of? Do they wash it the night before? What do you normally say? So things, these are things that we would discuss at the trial um, based on what they're having. And usually I would say to wash it, if you want to wash it the night before, you can't bother on the day. That's fine because I've got, got a dry shampoo. We can always spray a little bit, and if we get if we need to, if it gets a little bit oily. But if you want uh, on your wedding day as a bride, if you want to have a lovely hot shower or a bath and wash your hair, wash your everywhere, make sure you're clean, then that's great too because I like clean hair. Um, yeah. And obviously, so in terms of like this stupid myth that goes around, oh, your hair got to be dirty to put up. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Oh, so does it not? No. No, you can put clean hair up. If you're a good hairdresser, you should be able to work with any hair, clean yeah. or not. Well, I'm actually just going to double check some of these questions because I did get some really good questions on Instagram. So I'm just going to read through a couple of them now. So we've done the treatments. Um, so you, that would be discussed at the trial. Just as a top tip for anybody that's listening to this or listening back on the podcast, what treatment is kind of your go-to, like this is what I would use if I was getting married to treatment? Um, one by Revlon. It's an mm -hmm. all-in-one spray, 10 benefit in one. I should really go and get it out of my toolbox and show everyone. But, um, yeah, it's by Revlon. It's called All-in-One. You can get it on Amazon. I think it's $7.99. And you spray it on after you shampooed, blow dry it in, and it's like a treatment as a styling product, and it's perfect. Oh, so it's like a leave-in treatment that you never wash yeah. out? No, oh, but you yeah, use it as a styling product. 
Oh, oh, so it doesn't leave it like all like a funny feeling, no? Yeah. No, it's perfect to blow dry in. I'm not in commission for them, but I think I should be because I, I always recommend it to every client. Um, and they do four different kind of flavors. So I use that all the time. Um, yeah. So that's a great one that you can just spray in. It's easy. But yeah. Um, another one. What style lasts all day and won't date? What styles do you not think dates? I mean, I don't mind styles dating in fact if anything I really like that because I think yeah. when I look back at my grandparents wedding photos they're like my favorite photos ever I love the styling I think it's nice for something to date in a way do you know yeah. what I mean it is nice to look back and think well that was really nice at the time and it worked for them and like even though it might have dated now you know it kind of look back to think well style has changed we've all evolved things like that but one style that I think will never ever go out of fashion is the half up, half down. Oh, I think I. Oh no, I had a waterfall plait. You had, yeah, and it was all wibbly wobbly and wavy. <laughs> I had two. You would have laughed at me. I had two wigs in my hair. Like, Did you? You know, yeah, you know those three quarter wigs that beauty yeah. works do. So I had one of those. This is why you should have a hair trial, everyone. So I had one of those, I brought a brand new one and like new hair is too silky, like new extensions, they were like too silky and it just was like too flat and I was like crying. My wedding photographer, bless her, was literally like my counselor, she was calming me down. Um, wow. I was having like such a diva moment, I was like, hair! and then um, my bridesmaid, Helen, said, why don't you put in your other one as well? I was like, I can't wear two wigs. She's like, let's just try it. So I had two three-quarter wigs in my hair. <laughs> it that took you all over. It, it did look fab. It really did. Anyway, so I doubt anybody that's a usual go-to hair thing, but it worked for me. Yeah. Um, so what, what, we'll like. what is the most asked for hairstyle? Half up, half down. Oh, well, it used to be. What's weird, when you're a wedding supplier or hairdresser like what I am, is things happen in certain ways so the year of the royal wedding i had a lot of half a path down when william and kate got married is that what she then had it, yeah that's what because that's what she had um but then it kind of changed from then that that's the only year that i can think well that was a really significant year um but every year it's like oh well there's been some up there's been some down there's been some to the side so i've never th ever thought that oh i'm getting asked for this a lot you know come on you know right yeah. okay and just while we're at it because i'm nearly out of time um last quick question bridesmaids do you like them all matchy matchy do you personally like them a bit different what's kind of the trend that side of things this is a good question because i tell people this all the time um bridesmaids don't have them matchy matchy if you don't want to i find it's better to kind of flow together blend together but they're not quite matchy matchy so if they all wanted, like, I don't know, a side bun, they all want that because they've got a one-shoulder strap, then that's great. We could do that. But maybe one might have a fringe, one might have a plait, one might have more volume, one might have a twist. So have something that maybe sets them all apart because they've all got their own personalities. They're not they're like a little flavour running through, yeah. but their own little, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, if the bride has her hair down, should they have it up or vice versa? Or does it not matter? doesn't matter. I mean, this is the bride's wedding day. She can decide what they have or, or or not. You know, if the bridesmaids all want it up, then that's great. And she wants it down or she might, some brides just don't care what the bridesmaids have. 
because they're quite easy and chilled out. Some really? Fries, God, I yeah. Some fries, yeah, some fries just don't care what the fries, they can like just have anything different as far as they're concerned, yeah. It's strange oh. how fries are different, yeah, and hair changes. I kind of felt like I had mine down, so I was like, everybody can have it up in a different style, but I want me, but then in saying that, all my bridesmaids were white. So if yeah. we were all in white with all of our hair down and they were actually all blonde, bar one of them, it would have been a bit clone-like. <laughs> That's probably why I had that rule. Um, right, Duncan, I'm not going to keep you anymore, um, but I feel like I feel we've really shared some secrets there about wow. hair. Yeah, um, I feel like I could go on a bit more, but I'll stop rambling. <laughs> oh, we could, we could talk forever about hair. Um, we could. But I love you so much, and um, I'll put all information about you um, on the podcast, on at the bottom of here, and everything for people to see. But thank Fabulous. you so much for coming on. And of course, you look gorgeous as ever, and you're my favorite hairdresser of all time. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's been so fun. All right, love you lots. I love you. I hope we get Bye. to do another wedding soon. Yeah, we do. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Duncan and there were some good takeaways for you. I think what to keep in mind is definitely with the timekeeping. If your hairdresser isn't being proactive with writing the time slots, maybe just get in contact beforehand just to double check with her or him exactly what's going on with the times and if they need to lay eyes, lay eyes, lay eyes, speak to the makeup artist. Uh, I think also, you know, definitely worth getting that trial. I know that was one regret myself when I got married. I just thought, no, nope, I know what I want. I'm quite chilled and it wasn't what I wanted at all. And then I had a bit of a wedding day morning stress. Um, and then, of course, if you do have that trial and it's a more intricate kind of updo, just to keep open-minded that to get the exact same thing is going to be pretty much impossible to have it exact, exact. Um, so to allow for a little bit of flexibility on that one. Um, just so that on the wedding day itself, you know, you aren't sort of panicking. At least you know that it's unlikely that every little piece of hair is going to be in the exact same place as it was at your trial. Um, but I hope you all enjoyed that. And if you haven't already booked a hairdresser, of course, I would massively recommend Duncan. He really does just create this air of warmth and fun on a wedding morning. And I think for most women, that is just what you want around you on the most important day of your life. And he really is a little friend for life. I mean, I know he still speaks to all his brides on Instagram and Facebook and everything, a bit like myself, really. Um, so yeah, once you book him, he's in your life forever. So <laughs> I think that's a good thing. But um, but yeah, do keep him in mind. Um, and all his details are at the show notes. So next episode is all about wedding styling. So yeah, make sure you listen into that one. Lots of love and good luck with all your planning.